Hello, one and all, and welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another exciting and enlightening uh, and, and, and engorging, I don't know, uh, episode of Maine Education Matters. We are your, and I've been, I've been confirmed of this, number one source of information for uh, legislation and policy from the Education and Cultural Affairs Committee and Maine DOE because, quite frankly, who else would do this? Uh, if you're the first time listening to this podcast, what we do here is we provide updates and we keep track of things like legislation that is going to impact school districts, allowing educators, leaders, students, and families, etc., to have a much more informed and empowered voice in the education of Maine. You know what I just realized? We basically okay. we basically stalk the Joint Standing Committee on Education and Cultural Affairs. That's Ooh. what we do. We that's do. What we we're, do. We, that's, that's, that's very true. That's kind of creepy. It only took me 10 sessions to realize that's what we're doing, but we're well, good people and we're good people, so it should be okay. It, yeah, well, the, you know, the, the road to hell was paved in good intentions. My name is Matt. And my name is Julie. Uh, today, Julie, we are having a bit of a bonus episode this week. We're dropping two this week. And because the Education Cultural Affairs Committee is going at a full-on pace, they have three days of public hearings. April the 5th, April the 7th, and April the 9th. Four bills each day. What is wrong with them? They're causing my head to spin so this i can't even imagine <laughs> this sounds like a lot of work and i'm not a fan as we've already previously established in many many previous times so let's dive into it uh first off uh, we're just going to go numerically on april the 5th ld 429 an act to protect the health of students and educators by requiring the establishment of health and safety committees in saus this is Present, sponsored by Representative McRae out of Fort Fairfield. It is an emergency, and within this emergency act, there are actually six whereases. We have been woefully negligent on the whereases this session, but they're, sneak, they're out of the resolves and they're sneaking into the acts. I love Representative McRae. I have been watching so many of the work sessions and the hearings. This is his third term. He was in education for 43 to 46 years. He is the real deal. He is the heart of Fort Fairfield. Let me tell you, if he wants this act to go forward, then I support it 100%. So you hear that, folks? If Representative McRae jumps off a bridge, I might go too. Julie's going too. Uh, this bill <laughs> no, requires each SAU to establish a health and safety committee to coordinate planning and response to health and safety matters. I'm pretty sure that health and safety issues have been a, have been a real priority for the last at least 12 months for one reason or one reason. Um, and uh, this is really just getting them to, to, to make those, especially to, of course, respond associated with the outbreak of COVID-19. Well... Uh, as we have learned though, Matt, there's what we're going to learn by listening to his this testimony is probably very different from what the title is. 
it's it just seems like we're always throwing a loop so if representative mccray puts a bill forward i'm supporting it 150 percent without even knowing exactly what it says awesome uh yeah i think this is gonna be this is gonna fly right through although the, anytime you get into a mandate and it's an unfunded mandate it's gonna be an issue with the district but hey i'm all in favor of the concept LD 633, a resolve directing the Department of Education to implement diversity, equity, and inclusion training for uh, educators. Presented by Senator Daughtry out of Cumberland. And this resolve requires the DOE State Board of Education to amend its rules to require a certified employee in a school, including but not limited to a superintendent, principal, teacher, educational technician to successfully complete a diversity, equity, and inclusion training program as a condition for recertification. What do you think about this one? Well, I love Senator Daughtry. I respect, I've learned so much about her this spring. I respect her wholeheartedly. The intent, I know her intent is really, really good with this. But the all encompassing aspects around it, I think will be, do I think many of these things will happen in our districts? Absolutely. But I don't think, I don't know. I, I, I just have a weird feeling about this one. How about you? Oh, I have a very strange feeling. About, I, I think this is going to uh, be a divider report. It's going to be ought to pass. I don't think there's gonna be an amendment to it. I think that it's going to, like I said, ought to pass. The minority report will be ought not to pass. It will be straight down party lines. Speaking of minority report. Tom Cruise. No. Um, Those screens moving around back and forth. Is there ever another option than ought not to pass from the minority report? Yes. They could do ought to pass as amended or have a different amendment. But we, I have not yet experienced that. I have only experienced minority report ought not to pass. Yes, I've I I think I've seen it once or twice where it's been where it's that it's it's not very very common, but it, they ca- they could do it. Hmm. Interesting. You know, they could say, "Yep, we want we we want to pass this idea, but with this with this amendment, let's call it, just to be just to be simple about it. Um, our amendment that we're going to pass ought, that ought to pass as amended is for fifty thousand dollars. This one's going to be for seventy-five thousand dollars. So it could be a matter of funding. It could be a couple of language, etc. Um, so I hope this. Honestly, I hope this one goes through because there needs to be more intentionality of training, support, professional development for diversity, equity, inclusion across the entire state. And there needs to be that intention out. It needs to happen. And this is a good place to start. In my humble, ever so humble opinion. LD 880, an act to protect school employees from workplace bullying. Also by Senator Daughtry out of Cumberland. I love her, so I I support this. I'm very interested to see the backstory of this, though. Yep, there. Th- th- this bill doesn't really do a whole lot legislatively. It adds some language. So, for example, the, the original language might say that all students have the right to attend public schools that are safe, secure, and peaceful environments. The new language would say all students have the right to attend 
and all school employees have the right to work in public schools that are safe. And so what this bill does is amends the law governing bullying in public schools to include a prohibition on the bullying of school employees, of which, yeah. It should Great. be unanimous, right? I'd hope so. That one's coming up. Uh, the other one that day, uh, last one on that day, LD924, another resolve to establish a task force. Another task force. To study the coordination of services and expansions of educational programs for young adults with intellectual or developmental disabilities to identify barriers to full societal integration. Presented by Representative Pebworth of Blue Hill by, with a few other co-sponsors, uh, one of whom, Representative Dodge of Belfast, who's on the Education Cultural Affairs Committee. Um, this bill has, doesn't have, well, it's, it's, it's a resolve. First of all, again, there's not a whereas to be found. I'm very upset about this. This is, I mean, I, COVID-19 has changed a lot of things in our world. But apparently it's changed the ability for legislators to put a freaking whereas in a resolve. Anyway. I think you're being a little too harsh on Pe on Representative Pebworth. I'm being real harsh on everybody. They're all doing it. Uh, this resolve establishes a task force, as we said, um, to create this. Um, and it talks about, to talk about how... Um, Identify, quote, identify barriers inhibiting adults 18 years of age to 40 years of age with intellectual or developmental disabilities from being fully integrated into society and to recommend possible solutions. And it involves members of the DOE, the Commissioner of Education, Commissioner of Health Human Services, Commissioner of Labor, and a bunch of other people. It even goes into detail about how many meetings they have to have. My gut is that there are pockets of this happening and if it takes a task force to make it more pronounced, I guess so. Um, but I just, there, there needs to be something about all these task forces. If we, how are we going to do all of this? That was my question for you, Julie, yeah. is that what, what, what do you think is going to be, what do you, what do you think is gonna happen with this? What's your, what's your prediction? My prediction is that I feel like there are already things in place that will come out more clearly from the work session and it won't need to continue, but it's, it's shining a very important light, yeah. but you know, who knows? I've been wrong before. I have a, I have a feel. So, so you're kind of leaning towards the ought not to pass mm -hmm. side of it. I'm leaning on the ought to pass but a divided report. Really? Yep. And and once and I believe once again it'll be I think it'll be down party lines. So this will be one of those we'll have to wait wait and see what happens. You know? Uh, do you want to put but another wager on it? I ought not to pass isn't isn't that I don't support the bill. I I really support it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel it's it's there's some miscommunication somewhere in that these opportunities already exist and we just need to shine a light and bring it to the front. That's yeah, they, they do. And I, I, I agree. They, they already do. And I think that they, they are out there. And they, but I think that the point that we've made before is that there are a lot of task forces. Yeah. And there's only so many voices of people to go around. There's only so many days in the year, so many hours in a day. And 
certain people's lives are going to be completely consumed by task forces. Right. Well, that wraps up the fifth. Moving on to the seventh, and another four bills that day. Uh, first one, this this one, this is a day that's, with except the exception of um, kind of the, the first one, I believe, all about certification. So we're gonna there's there we have three bills on certification, and then one on charter schools. LD 604, an act to promote accountability in Maine's charter schools, presented by Representative Brennan out of Portland. I can't help but wonder why this wasn't a part of the charter school conversation a few weeks ago. I have no idea. You know, why is it lumped in with, I'm sure there's a reason and hopefully we'll discover that. But um, again, Representative Brennan has earned my utmost respect. He is a champion of Maine educators, thoughtful. Um, he is, he's always, you hear how he's gone and talked to someone at the DOE. He's collaborative. He wants to learn as much as he can. So I'm, I'm looking forward to being able to support this. So the bill here provides that a char public charter school cannot expand facilities or locations without the approval of the Commissioner of Education. It also removes public charter school funding from the single account appropriating funds for general purpose aid for local schools and requires the Commissioner of Education to include a recommendation for the requested funding levels for public charter schools separately from the operating allocations for non-charter public schools. So it kind of sounds like this one saying, uh, if you want to expand your facilities, you kind of have to go through the proper channels. Hmm. That's what it sounded like to me, and I'm looking forward to seeing how wrong I am on that one. Because as we've seen before, when it comes to, if you, if you want to get people out to testimony, bring in the word charter schools. It's going to get a lot of folks out. Uh, also on the 7th that day, LD 1149, an act to provide exemptions from certain teacher certification examination requirements presented by Representative Fecto out of Augusta. Co-sponsored by several different uh, people, a couple of them who are on the Education Cultural Affairs Committee. And this bill provides waivers of the applicable qualifying examinations, namely like the praxis, for the following of applicants for professional teacher certificates or endorsements. And uh, there's a bunch of different requirements. So it basically says, hey, does, if you meet these other criteria, you don't need to take the praxis. You can basically opt test out of it, mm. in a way. You know, the, test out without testing. Who are the co-sponsors? Co-sponsors of this bill, Representative Lyman of Livermore Falls, Representative Roche of Wells, Representative Sampson of Alfred, Stearns of Guilford, and Senators Rafferty of York. I'm seeing a pattern here. Yeah. I, yeah, it's, it's not going to go anywhere. Sorry, I don't think it is. I, 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 yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But I think there will be some corner caucusing going on. Probably. And I wouldn't be surprised. Let's just jump down to uh, LD 1189, which is an act to amend the teacher certification statutes represented by Representative Brennan. Um, and. It, it does revolt, revise some qualifications for professional teacher certificates. Um, so there's some, there's some things here that it just changes some of the language around in certification. So whereas the bill before had to do with 
how one might get their certification. This one is more amending the rules to be more updated. Know what I mean? Yeah. Any co-sponsors? Uh, no, this one is he's, he's, he's on his own with this one. And the other certification one that day is an act to improve teacher certification during staffing shortages, presented by Representative Sampson of Alfred. And I'm pretty sure that there are staffing shortages um, uh, everywhere and always. So um, do you think Representative Sampson is coming to the table with some solutions to our staffing shortages? Let's let let's let's see what this one says. Pursuant to Governor Mills Executive Order Number Seven in fiscal year 21, 2021, the Commission of Education was authorized to issue emergency certification to teachers, specialists, and admin who meet certain criteria, so long as the applicants are employed only as necessary to meet identified staffing shortages and supplement, rather than supplant otherwise qualified applicants who meet regular certification standards. This bill makes the authority of the Commissioner of Education permanent. This is going to be fascinating to listen to. Fascinating. Can you, I'm sorry, can you share that with me again? Because. Uh, so you know how with the COVID issues, there were so many different um, waivers or exemptions that were allowed to get more people into schools to provide more supports right. and everything. And you might not have had to, you know, jump through all of the certification based hoops. Yes. To get people to come in for a one year or a temporary position or whatever it is. Um, that was only a temporary thing due to the governmental executive order. But this bill is saying, let's take all of those temporaries and make them permanent. Forever. Wow. Yep. Wow. Don't know what I think about that, Mr. Druett Card. I don't know either. Uh, it's 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 just it's just saying that because if it's to address staffing shortages, we have had staffing shortages for years. So this is just saying. Are, is this really saying that we want to permanently bring in? less than certified or qualified candidates to, to fill in the gaps? Is that what it's saying? Or is it saying that it's, it's allowing for districts to build the capacity within? They might not meet all the qualifications yet, but they can bring these people in and then build them up over a couple of years. There's two sides of that coin that I see. I think it's gonna be a fascinating discussion. Finally, we, that we will watch so you don't have to. There we go. I think that's a tagline of ours. Yeah, uh, I said it earlier. I'm sorry. Please never apologize for me. Okay. Uh, El, moving down to Friday, April the 9th, rounding out the week, we're going to go back to some CTE work. It's another CTE day, part two. LD-975, an act to create additional pathway to certify industrial arts teachers to foster career and technical subjects in Maine schools. Another one presented by Representative Fecto out of Augusta. And once again, many uh, co-sponsors on this one. 
And this bill directs the State Board of Education to adopt rules to amend the credentialing of educational personnel to create a pathway for a teacher to obtain a conditional certificate or a pathway for a teacher to obtain an endorsement on a teacher certificate for a component of industrial arts with an experiential lab. Yes, I like this one. It's clearly something that's missing of, of making it easier for us to do that. And it's something that is dearly needed, yeah. especially if, if districts wanted to, want to uh, build those kind of programs out at the middle school level. What is the number of the LD that you just said? That was LD975. Okay. You went out of order on me, so you you lost me. What's another one on Friday? Sorry, I'm looking at I'm looking at the spreadsheet, not at the number that we that okay. we uh, looked at. I'm gonna jump down actually to ten seventy two. I'm I'm completely throwing you for curveballs here. Yeah. An act regarding career and technical education and a memoranda of understanding with community colleges presented by Senator Pouliot out of Kennebec, former member of the Education Cultural Affairs Committee. And this one says that a CTE center or region can enter a memorandum of understanding with the local community college to provide career and technical education to residents of municipalities served by that region, etc. The memorandum of understanding must include provisions that the schedule must be aligned to allow students to fulfill requirements of the main learning results, et cetera. It's basically to connect CTE centers, community colleges, et cetera. Awesome. Yeah, I can't believe it's not already in effect. So yes, right. I'm over that. Yeah, me too. And I can't believe it's not butter. I'm sorry, it's, it's, it's late. Um, mm -hmm. my, my brain is dying. Okay, where are you going next? Two more. LD. 313, an act to advance CTE, CTE opportunities in Maine, presented by Senator Woodson of York. Whole bunch of other co-sponsors on this one again. Uh, this is a concept draft, and it proposes to create a process that allows all high school students, including freshmen and sophomores, to participate in CTE um, and to addressing barriers, etc. So it's, it's basically a way to make sure that more CTE access is accessible to more kids. Yes. I like this one. And I believe, is this the first that Senator Woodsum has put forward that we've discussed this year? Rep Representative Woodsum? Yes. This is the, he's only put forward one as of right now. Yeah. So this to me speaks volumes. Uh, he's been, he's a fantastic participant in all of the sessions that I've watched. He's very thoughtful. He's, he, um, he also doesn't want to waste time it, it, when it's time to make a motion. He's he's suggesting it, but it re just reminds me of when you have someone on your faculty who doesn't say very much, but when they do say something, you know, it means something, you know, right. That's what this yeah. reminds me of. So I will be paying close attention to supporting this one. LD313. Yeah, this is going to be a fascinating, another fascinating day. They're really getting some interesting stuff here. The final bill for that day and for that week is LD 777. Seven is my name. Seven come and seven go and seven still remain. And if anyone knows that reference of what I'm talking about, it's an early, early 1990s heavy metal reference of a song. Anyone knows that, please 
Tag us. Will Matt Shea know it? He might know it. Um, and don't Google it. Don't if if you don't know it, you can Google. It. But if you know it, just let. Well, I don't. I can't keep track of that. I'm not going to be able to. I just want to know if Matt Shea knows it because then it's another one of those those situations where I feel badly that I'm not intellectually stimulating you as a co-host. Oh no no no! This is okay. This this is nothing intellectually stimulating. Okay. But there's there was there's a heavy metal band, uh, or person etc. Back in the early '90s, when it was around for a long time, actually, and seven 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 was a was a song off a deep cut off of an album. Anyway, uh, this one, an act to correct career and technical education funding, represented by Representative Fecto out of Augusta, Senators Pooley out of Kennebec, Andrews, a, a bunch of other people, uh, and it's just a concept draft to correct CTE funding. Um, so we'll see what happens with that one. Probably die on appropriations. Yeah, right. But we have no we have no data on it. There's no fiscal note to it yet, and there's nothing else there. So the only really interesting thing I can see out of this one is if anyone can make the connection to that song that I just mentioned a minute ago. And that wraps up the first full week of April, Julie. The post-Easter surprise. It's too much. How how am I going to stay on top of all of that? Well, it's very simple. You go to our spreadsheet, which you can find pinned to our profile on Twitter at MainEdMatters. Or on Facebook.com slash MainEducationMatters. Now, before we post off, though, do you have any shout-outs or smackdowns for this bonus episode? I feel that when we do hearings, I don't have shout-outs. It just takes all my mental energy to review what needs to be reviewed. I, I hear you. It's like, I mean, it's a lot of homework doing this, doing this. We listen so they don't have to. Right. So with that, we will be listening and we'll be back to provide some updates on the Cultural Affairs Committee next week. Awesome. Have a good week. Bye all. Bye.